This is the Love My Voice podcast. I'm your host, Nyla Sioni. Hey there, this is episode five of the Love My Voice podcast, where we get into positivity and solutions with grit, learning to love your voice from the inside out. Today's topic is going to be stuck in the past. So let's go. I'm so grateful that you're with me. And the reason why I wanted to talk about stuck in the past is because there also have been people mentioning that things are kind of coming up for them and they're being reminded when it comes to their past histories and stories and experiences. If I can just take a minute to briefly share with you my personal journey. I grew up with parents in the music industry where I really didn't see them much. For the first 12 years of my life, I was at babysitters like six nights a week. And so I was kind of like a foster child on steroids in a way because I was constantly negotiating my space and my surroundings. So my routine growing up uh, from age, I guess, pretty much zero to, to 12, was being away from home and away from my parents. I had to raise myself and I had to create my own sense of safety. Music was a huge saver for me. I used to have this little puppy dog stuffed animal that had a radio in it. And I would create scenes in my head while I listened to these different songs on the radio. I was alone a lot uh, as a child. And I guess you could say my history includes abandonment issues and you know some form of neglect and I had an active alcoholic uh, mother who was a functioning alcoholic and was a very popular vocalist in our community uh, where I lived in fact we were so popular we were always getting write-ups in the paper as a musical family because I personally started singing professionally at the age of seven myself so it was a very perplexing and scary uh, way to grow up really because again I was alone a lot I had to figure things out on my own like I said and if anybody has ever had anybody in their family who suffers from alcoholism and you were in the crossfire you'll get and understand the challenges that come along with that I look back now and it took me a long time to get to a place where I felt they did the best they could with what they had. And my parents happened to work at night. I'm sure there's a lot of other kids that grew up with parents that worked night shifts and where they went through the same thing. I really don't think I've met one person that's actually had a really perfect life where everything was healthy and you know it's like the running joke of we put the dysfunction and dysfunctional so what i want to segue into right now is to talk about the resentments based on our memories from the past for years i really felt hurt i felt confused i felt lonely i felt cheated um i definitely fell into the victim trip for a lot of us, if not pretty much all of us, the past still haunts us in some way, shape, or form. There have been times where I've worked on things around my past and understanding it and relinquishing it and letting it go and forgiveness and all of these things. And then five years later, out of nowhere, it'll come up again. What I realized was my identity was attached to that victim role. 
It was attached to having a hidden chip on my shoulder about things and people. Till the day my mother passed away, did we still have things to work on, but we were so used to operating from a certain place with each other, we didn't know how to do it differently, even though both of us had done inner work and had healed a lot from our past issues in history. I think that was the biggest lesson. I remember grabbing my mom's hand at at the dining room table and looking at her and saying, you know, mom, I think we just don't know how to do it differently. This is all we know. And that was a heavy moment right then and there. And I just want to pass that on to people that, especially with a parent, especially with a mom, even though we had this incredibly insane mother-daughter dynamic, there was so much love there. But it wasn't until she passed that I was really able to get closure. So I know I'm probably sounding repetitive, but I, I can't really say it enough that it really is the relationship we're having within ourselves. Our belief systems, what we feel we deserve, are we buying in to the past messages? Are we still operating from that mentality? I have found it so incredibly crucial in order to continue in living a productive, meaningful life and learning how to not take things personally, knowing that everybody has their own journey. And this is what happened for me, is that when I began to understand that the people around me were mirrors of the belief systems I had within myself. They were literally just manifestations of what I thought I deserved or didn't deserve. One of the keys that I want to drop here is the fact that if I walked away with a chip on my shoulder and a resentment, then I've learned nothing. I didn't change a belief system about myself. I was just in pissed off. That was my false sense of security, of feeling like I had to think that way in order to protect myself. I realized over time, obviously, that's not working. One day, I just looked up into the sky and I just asked for things to change. I would love to leave you with some ideas and things that I wrote out and want to share with you that I think could be helpful if you're really challenged with recreating your past and your present life. So the idea of letting go of your old identity from the past. so that there's an embracing of the new and knowing a new way of being in our skin and not feeling that we have to escape. Like a lot of us will escape with food and booze and shopping and all kinds of things that will keep us from feeling that undercurrent that subtly drags us down. We keep operating on top of those past memories and ideas and belief systems and learning to listen to our gut and following through with action that can help us develop that trust within ourselves so incredibly crucial and to let that part of us deep down inside of us know that we are committed to taking care of that still little small voice inside that needs to be loved and heard so we need to speak to that little part inside of ourselves and show that part of ourselves that we're committed to setting whatever boundaries we need to set in order to keep that sacred space and place safe and protected. We have to gain traction in that. We have to build a new history in another direction. You know, the one thing too is moving away from the idea that we have enemies. If you want to change your belief systems, put a different label on it. Instead of thinking what you would consider your enemy as more of your soul shaker, to be able to learn how to embrace the parts of our past 
that hold our lessons and the seasons that our soul went through in those times. By really facing some of those past memories with courage and tenacity, remembering that love isn't a weakness and to be able to care and be on the side of healing and resolving the matters at hand, whether from the past or in our present moments, it takes immense courage and strength when our human conditions are so strong They want to use resentments and rage, but instead learning for us to be able to pull through to the other side with integrity and resilience when we're in the midst of knowing that past abuse, neglect, and even abandonment. It took me years to learn how to not run into the victim trip. And it was so cunning, powerful, and baffling. You know, it would convince me that's not what I was doing that I was protecting myself, that I was doing the right thing, that I was standing up for myself, it never worked. So to know that everything that you face can give you power and a knowing of what you need to do next. For those soul shakers that I talked about that we might've considered our enemies are your deepest teachers and they always will be. Even somebody that's not even in your life anymore, but it's still haunting you mentally and emotionally. To visualize taking that person's hand and helping to lead them to their healing. The idea of being willing to teach when you're in the midst of despair. Because I've learned that the valleys and the deserts are where we get our truth. It's like taking the courage to walk right into the pit of the past and looking it right in the eye and knowing that you're here, you're standing, but this time you're coming from a sense of belief in something so great and so noble, so daring and so brave. Nothing can touch you unless you let it. You have that power, you have that key. Always remember that. So in closing, if you got anything out of this episode, please give it a like. If you like this podcast, we'd love for you to give it a follow and share it if you want. I hope you stick with me. Keep coming back. And as always, take care of you.